What's up, game heads? It's Sunday, November 18th, 2018, and happy holidays to you all. It's been a big month of gaming, and more awesome titles have been released in the last couple of weeks. We stalked our target in the much-anticipated Hitman 2, we explored the nuked-out wasteland of Fallout 76, and we even committed some dastardly deeds, deeds excuse me, while still playing through Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I know I'm nowhere near finishing that game right now. We'll talk about that and much more in Glitch Therapy episode number 61, Ben to the Wastelands. What's up, mofos, and welcome to another session of Glitch Therapy. As always, I'm your host, Ramondo Burnside, and with me, Ben Dupe, Lindsay Meyer, Jose Ochoa, Ochoa, Ochoa. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> I gotta do it. Come on. Did I say it like that? It's episode 61. And I think every episode we've done, I think I've had to give you shit about something. Yeah, especially have, when I'm not here. I don't have to, but I, I just I have to do my due diligence. Yeah, and Duke. as a good friend. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> you gonna let me? Well, you want to hug it out instead? No, hug we, it out. Then bitch. we're gonna do this. High five, hug. High five, hug. Aww. I had a good. That was an audible. That was a good. Smack. See the clip right there? That we yeah. clipped our audio. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be like you're smacking listeners uh, in the ear. Yeah. You know, it could like, be whoosh, an audible, listen up. An audible pimp slap. Yeah. What? <laughs> an, an audible pimp slap. That's what it was. Yeah. Call oh, him wow. like I see him. Right. I like that. Uh, it's pretty juicy. What have you guys been up to? Mm, how's your, how was your last, what, two weeks? We haven't, we haven't recorded for like, what, what, we had a week right. off there. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That was my fault. I was, it was. I was at the Chiefs game. It was more about football than video games. (laughs) What did I do? Your priorities are all out of whack, man. Comes video games, then football, then family. We had it it planned out like two weeks ahead, and I totally forgot about it. I put it on the calendar, and then Abby reminded me, hey, don't forget, we're going to the Chiefs game this weekend. And who forgets about something like that? You? I did. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, I got to let everybody know we're not doing Glitch then. I'm not going to be in town. So how's the stadium? Is it loud? It's it's fucking loud. I I told you. It's good. It's I, awesome. Yeah, I've been there with the Raiders versus yeah. Chiefs. Uh, of course, Raiders lost, but yeah. that stadium was fun. It's fun. It's a nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been there too. Yeah. Actually, I was there for a preseason game. Yeah, long yeah. time ago. But yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah. a good time. We got and there then, really early. <laughs> right when we left, there was a fight right where the stands where I was sitting at, and I was like, oh, I should have stayed there a little bit longer. No, so you, know, you, so you would have gotten punched in the face. I was, so I would have jumped on someone. Oh, just. Oh my god! Because there was this guy that was kind of pissing me off there too. Because he stayed, and he was um, I think he was a Cowboys fan. And he was just talking mad <laughs> shit about every everyone, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. At a Raiders was Chiefs he, game, yes. yeah. What, like, what is he doing there? He was just drunk <laughs> with his friends, with his cowboy shirt on. Yes, yes. Oh man, I was like, mm, dude. He was a troll. That's I think what he it was. Yeah. He's a football troll. I think he was one of the guys that got his ass beat. But, he's, huh. he's like, I don't even like either of these teams. Just came here to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. No. Cool thing is, you don't even get arrested. You just get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It was it was a good time. We got there really early. The game was at noon. We got there at like ten, so we sat around watched watched guys warm up, watched uh, all the, you know, the chief players warm up, watched the Cardinals warm up. It was against the Cardinals, unfortunately, which the Cardinals aren't very fun to watch right now. But mm-hmm. yeah. NFL games an NFL game. We had a good time, man. Yeah, I had a raccoon show up next to me in the stands. A raccoon, <laughs> Wait. like a real one. Like it. it so we were sitting there, and this is like before the game started, and then the stands weren't filled up yet. Like it was maybe like twenty five percent full, the whole stadium, because everybody's right. out tailgating still. 
And somebody's like, watch out. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And they're like, look out right next to you. And I turn and it was like just within reaching distance. Like I could reach out and touch it. This big fat like raccoon was like big, big old trash panda. <laughs> I was like, it's probably loud, but it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, dude. And then it squeezed underneath the seat and ran down the aisle and they were chasing it with a big bin and like a broom and stuff trying to like kept capture him and so they can get rid of him before back, the game started. Back when I lived in Tennessee, I lived in this apartment. Tennessee is like there's rampant raccoons. It's fucking nuts, man. Those mm. motherfuckers have their own zip code down there. But um, oh, like I lived in this apartment complex and like everyone owns trucks in Tennessee too, mm-hmm. like everywhere. That's what people drive, you know, rednecks and stuff. So like people... <laughs> Dude, like the beds of these trucks were like the raccoons' homes at night. So you'd drive through and it would be creepy because they'd all be like peering out while you're driving, like looking at you. (laughs) One time I left a bag of trash on my balcony. I lived on a third floor apartment and this motherfucker like climbed up the, the, (laughs) like the, what is it? The the terrace or the drain pipe? The the drain pipe. Yeah. He like shimmied up that bitch like Robin Mm -hmm. or something. And, and like I tried to like, open the door a little and poke a broomstick at him to get him away. And that motherfucker grabbed the broomstick and <laughs> yanked on it. Like, he was brave, man. Like, yeah. he thought, like, man. Raccoons are terrible. It's my garbage, not no. yours. Back home, <laughs> these raccoons had gangs. They were, mm-hmm. they fought against each they other over territory. Yeah. yeah. It was a hear it, Listen, and I hear the clicks. Yeah. They're fighting, they're like oh. fighting each other in like the middle of the night. I'm just Screw like, dog fights, man. I want to see some trash panda no. fights. There's a, there's a yeah. video you need to look at sometime. There's a video of a guy, uh, like on his feet, there's like a security camera, and it shows him going down. Like his dog is being attacked by the by the raccoon, and then he comes out, and you do, and you, there's no audio. You just see him like fighting the raccoon, and he just grabs it out of nowhere, picks it up, and heaves it over his oh, head, yeah. and throws it into darkness. Oh, yeah, it's like the best comedy yeah, ass a, video the, ever. The toaster one. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm excited. It's so for good. This. Mm-hmm. We'll keep it on in the background. <laughs> but watch how he just grabs it. And, and the problem I had with it, and John Fong and I were talking about it at work. I'm like, why the fuck did he grab it and and like whip it behind his head just to get more heft on the throw and then throw it down the stairs? Why wouldn't you just pick it up and just toss it? Watch this. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys can't see what we're seeing, but just look up my dog toaster was attacked <laughs> by oh my a raccoon. Gosh. Well, he it was heavy, so I'm sure you were just like. Oh. Yeah, and there's another there's another camera angle where you can see him th- throw you it into the darkness. It. Yeah, here it is, right here. He goes, <laughs> he heaves it over his head and throws it. Oh into my the darkness. gosh! <laughs> oh my god! And then he runs after it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's just more of an adrenaline rush. That's he what just, he said. Well, yeah. If my dog was being attacked by something, I would do that too. I mean, yeah. that's your best friend. There's oh, my, another yeah. version of the video where he he gets interviewed by like a, a reporter about it, and they're like, "Well, what's going through your mind?" He's like, "Only thing I could think of was that I didn't want my dog being attacked," and he's like, "I didn't even think about it. I just grabbed it and threw it." Yeah, because your yeah. dog could get rabies or something, and then yeah. you have to put your dog down. Like that, that's what would go through my head is like, fuck that, it's man. It's hilarious. Well, man. I'd be more scared about possums. My dog that. fought raccoon. plenty of raccoons. Yeah. What? My dog fought plenty of raccoons. What back kind of dog was it? He's a little chihuahua mix. Oh, no, no shit. He gets his ass beat. It was hilarious. Your dog probably has like 19 like diseases <laughs> no, from, man, from man, raccoons. I, I'm <laughs> so happy wild. you had a chihuahua. That's he, what I was he, picturing. Fuck you. <laughs> Not because you're Mexican. Well, maybe a little, but like, you know. <laughs> It's also just because you're you. I don't know. I pictured almost, you with the chihuahua. I almost spit coffee over all this stuff. <laughs> My wife's Hispanic, so it's okay. Yeah. Is, that's that a good, how that sticks to you. Is that how that works? <laughs> Slide that in there. I, I get I get I'm allowed to make those jokes. Oh, right? man. No, yeah, it's a she chihuahua. throws shit at me when I, I love do it. that shit. <laughs> My wife's from El Salvador and I'm always like 
you're from Ecuador or Puerto Rico? Or, and she gets so mad. <laughs> she right. Nice. So, all right, we got to bring up Stanley. Yeah, dude. We got to talk about it. Because sure. this is like at the forefront of, it should be at the forefront of everyone's minds this yeah. week. So Stanley passed away this week after living a long 95 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic life. Such a such an amazing person. Um Man, it's just crazy. I don't know. We all so knew it was think. coming, but it was yeah. like, fuck, man. It was just, you thought you had more time. And we got more time than we probably should have. I mean, people thought he was going to die like five years ago. Didn't he have some issues before a couple years he's, back? He's been battling with pneumonia. Okay. And then his wife died. So I, I personally yeah. thought, like, yeah. generally you hear about, like, when there's an older couple and the wife dies shortly after the, you know. Or the husband. Just, yeah, yeah, one or the like, other. Yeah. They don't yeah. want to live anymore. They're like, yeah, I kind of want to be with my, with give my, up with my spouse. Exactly. Um. But yeah, man, he lived. He lived a very long life, dropping shit. You did. Sure. Fumble, Laya. Fumble. Can you slide that over? How how fitting oh. that you're fumbling things on on on, a, on an NFL, NFL Sunday. Sunday, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Something might happen later. So, so yeah, there have been a lot of really cool like things. Celebrities posting pictures with him, and mm. I I got to meet him too. Did Dude, anyone else get to meet him? You got to meet him just in time because that was just last what last year, wasn't it? Yeah. I think yeah, well, yeah, that was, that last year. yeah you squeezed it in just in time, dude. Yeah, it, it nice. was. I'm very fortunate that I got to meet him. I've and I didn't really him. get to talk to him, but like, you know, right. I tried to talk to him and they rushed me off. But I think the thing with it was like, he's doing that for the fans, but at the same time, he, he has a shitty immune system. He has He's had battles with pneumonia, so he can't like interact with the fans. That stuff yeah. would be kind of scary, though, if you think about it. If you're like in your 90s, you're kind of frail, your immune system isn't the strongest. And then you're shaking like a hundred, yeah. Like, he wouldn't let us like touch five hundred hands yeah. Yeah. in a day or some shit. I'm probably undershooting that, all, but yeah, all the diseases. Yeah, like people are coughing on their hands. Like I see shit at, at work all the time. People just doing gross stuff. So I can only imagine like what just some random people off the streets are doing. And then they come up and want to <laughs> hug him and shake his hand and shit. Well, Not saying you are, but you no, know what I mean? no, man. I mean, I like get it. after the transplant, my wife's immune system was highly compromised, mm-hmm. like almost non-existent. So, like, she wasn't allowed to go to movie theaters or, like, yeah. the store. or I mm-hmm. mean, and it's slowly, like, work your way back into going to places like that. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, when you don't have an immune system, you can't be around people like that because assholes who have the flu will, like, come out and touch people and shit. And that's and just, how or touch everything else before you sit there. And yeah. then... Yeah. yeah. And then you got the asshole celebrities that are, like, saying negative things about Stanley or comic book culture. There's... There's been a few. I don't know if you guys have caught them. What the hell are they saying? I haven't heard anything negative. You know, like, they're just saying comic books are for kids and, like, Stanley. Oh, like Bill Mayer? Yeah, I don't even want to really give them, like, yeah, because they don't need, like, honestly, they're just using that shit to draw attention to themselves and they don't deserve to even be talked about. When has this ever not been the the case with people that don't get, like, whether it be gaming culture or pop culture in general or comic books and video games, all that stuff has always gotten a negative you know, a negative stigma yeah. as far as like, ooh, that's for kids. Or like, remember back in the day, well, not even back in the day, but just years ago when Call of Duty first got popular, yeah. Call of Duty was, was quote unquote labeled as the relationship killer. Because oh, yeah. girls like would get mad at their husbands or boyfriends because they would play more Call of Duty than than, than pay attention to them. Yeah, this is stuff this like is, that. This is like a different level to no, me though funny. of like, the, right, right. This, this is like some people are using 
an amazing man's death as, as a publicity stunt to draw more attention to their shows or their shticks and you know that's why i didn't even want to say their name because yeah, it's like it's fuck fine. them man they don't even deserve to like they're just doing it for attention you know he's right. done so much so much for for superheroes and comic books and the medium in general like like in general he, like he, the, all the things that he's touched you know what i mean well, yeah, it's like well, how can you boil that down to somebody just trying to like piggy piggyback on that whole situation it's like I mean, it's so messed up we should be like you know celebrating all he's done yeah i mean that's a perfect way to yeah. encapsulate like how he's touched people's lives is like there's like a sick kid with leukemia at the hospital and someone mm. goes and dresses up as a character that stanley created and it like gives that kid hope for a little while you mm-hmm. know like that's right. the extent that he's like touched and like it's not just like he created some fictional characters like he's changed mm-hmm. people's lives in a major way and and he's made characters that people can relate to yeah, a like, lot yeah. more they all have flaws like iron man he challenged himself or was challenged to make a character that nobody liked yeah mm-hmm. a hero that nobody liked but should like you know, battle right. with alcoholism yeah. spider-man i mean i think spider-man is the most relatable superhero to everyone I period i mean yeah. like no one yeah. relates with batman or superman as much as they relate with like the humanity of Stanley's characters and like how they're just they're flawed human mm-hmm. beings who are given a large amount of power and right, and, I, 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 I think Spider Man to me is the one that resonates the most. Fact when I look at Stanley's work, just because I know that's probably like the one most people choose as well, but it's just because you get to see him be a person. He has to pay bills. He's he gets evicted, you mm-hmm. know, in different comic books and stuff like that. He's struggling like. With, in the video with, game, with per, in the, yeah, the game as well with personal relationships and stuff. Right. We can all relate to like you know having to pay bills and deal with relationships and trying to juggle with work mm-hmm. and school and a job and all that stuff and mm-hmm. everything and getting evicted. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, to me, he's probably the most uh, I mean ex- accessible one that mm-hmm. everybody loves. And that's set that the reason. template for like Daredevil. Like Daredevil. I mean, I don't know if this is factually true or not, but it it only stands to reason that Daredevil is modeled after Spider Man, where he's. He's like flawed. He's he's disabled. He's Catholic. He lives in New York, and he has like superhuman abilities. You and know, he's poor. Like, he's poor as hell. Yeah, he's, he's poor. He's, like he's, he's an bono. interesting character that people can relate to, and that started mm-hmm. with Spider Man. You know, right. so and he worried that he was gonna be judged badly because he had a because of how that stereotype was, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. people were writing to him that were blind. We're going. We're saying we love this guy. Right. They were commu- they just yeah. loved it. I mean having a disabled superhero is just like so cool to me. I don't know. The fact that he's disabled and the fact that he's Catholic just adds a cool spin on it. The fact mm-hmm. that he's poor makes him relatable to the mass public. It's just awesome, man. I didn't yeah. realize I the Catholic brought a part to it. I didn't know this. Well, I think it just adds an interesting sort of that that gives him a set of um sort of morals Um, and moral guidelines that he has to fight against too yeah that's a little bit different from just an average non-religious person's morals because they i mean they just have a different standard of beliefs and morals than the average person does they're very much more rigid in their in their moral code and like confessing and Mm. you know i guess things seem to weigh more heavily on catholic people because they have such such a large amount of like it seems like retribution involved in there Uh, like you know they have to do 10 hail i must punish myself go to confession and yeah exactly so it's just i I deserve it that's yeah, that's that why kind of that stuff. sort of adds an entry. Plus, the visuals of like Catholic churches just made for cool comic book pages. You know, <laughs> like the stained glass and the, yeah, I always thought, 
yeah, that's the Daredevil show just looks so cool. And the uh. same with the comics. So I have some interesting facts about Stanley that I thought would be fun to bring up. Um, sure. His wife was his barber. Nice. I gotta take a hint from Stanley on that. Save myself some money, <laughs> dude. Did you ever see the uh, the documentary about him and his wife, though? No, I don't think those I, guys no? like I had the sweetest relationship, man. Aww. Like it showed them like they would dance every week together at home and stuff. I don't know. It's just too sweet. Hey, old we people. can probably take some pages from those well, books. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, one on the opposite end of that, um, his wife and him got in a fight. And she destroyed his prized typewriter when they were in an argument. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like threw his typewriter like down on the ground and broke it because they were fighting. This is when they were very young. Um, but <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny picturing them having a fight. Uh, do you, are you guys familiar with the Comics Code Authority? No. Nope. So all right. So back way back in the Silver Age of comics, seventies, sixties, mm-hmm. um, they Stanley started writing issues that maybe were considered a little risque at the time, including things like drug addiction and stuff. Um, So the Comics Code Authority just came out of nowhere and said they worked with the government to say, you have to have our seal of approval to release books. And you can see it on books, the Comics Code Authority. Really? Um, uh, The Comics Code Authority seal, this thing Mm -hmm. right here, would be oh, on books. I remember seeing that. I just never yeah. knew what it was. And it was a rule. You had to have it. You had to have their approval to release a comic book in that time. Wow. That's weird. So It's crazy. So in 1971, uh, he received a letter from the Department of Health, Education, and Welfare asking him to put an anti-drug message in one of his books. So there was a story where Spider-Man and his about Spider-Man and his best friend Harry Osborn, where Harry Osborn struggled with uh, substance abuse, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't approve it. The Comics Code Authority, because there was a lot of drug problems going on at that time, so he convinced his publisher to just say, "Well, like they won't approve it. Fuck it. Let's just put it out anyway." So that yeah. that was the first book that was just put out without the approval of the CCCA. And nice. and they just ceased to exist after that point. Like they just stopped. Like people were like, "Oh, they didn't get their approval." There's no fuck it. We're not doing yeah, it either. They're yeah. like they didn't get arrested for Trail putting blazers. it out. So I guess we'll put it out too. And then the mm-hmm. you know because it was just censorship, man. It was yeah. bullshit. I mean, I it was it taking crazy. away people's freedom of speech. So it was an interesting time. Um, he actually wrote training films for the army with Dr. Seuss. Nice. Mm. I, which I thought was cool, thinking wow. about Stanley and Doctor Seuss working together, two two weirdos. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm not going to talk about all. The, oh, he used to write o- obituaries too. Before his, before yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was funny. I think I knew about that one. Yeah, that's pretty funny though. Yeah, he quit and because it was too depressing. Yeah, yeah. You think? of course. I, you think? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, did you know the Hulk was actually gray? And the re- the reason he turned green after the first issue, the printing press couldn't like they were having trouble with the gray. So just in the second issue, the Hulk turned green with no explanation whatsoever. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it just stuck. Yeah, yeah. An accident. And I they later on they retconned it and wrote a story about why he turned from gray to green. But at first it was just a printing problem. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Um. So then his favorite Marvel film cameo. Uh, was in Fantastic Four number two, and it was actually inspired by the story of Reed and Sue's wedding in the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four annual vo- volume one number three. So, yeah, that was just his favorite cameo was in that Fantastic Four movie. Nice. But he actually, did you know he had cameos in DC films too? Like he no. cameoed in um, Teen Titans Go the yeah, movie. I love that cameo. Oh, nice. He just like also, I don't care. He also cameoed in some yet. enemies. Oh, did he really? Yeah. 
Yeah, and like I mean, non-comic stuff like uh, the Kevin Smith movie Mallrats. He, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and, like, yep, yep. yeah, I remember he, that one. Yeah, he even inspired some anime shows, so that's kind of the cool thing. Yeah, dude, like he inspired. It wasn't just comic book people. He inspired everyone. He inspired yeah. me to create characters that I I have never used. But it, just his story is so inspiring. Mm-hmm. So the world will miss Stanley, and I just wanted to take some time out of our show to to mention him absolutely so, and yeah. keep on That's with your creativity don't just stop now right yeah it's, it's it's crazy how he how he gave everybody like the the want and the the drive to want to be a superhero and how may how he brought that into the mainstream like before like years and you know decades ago if you wanted to be a you know a superhero or like that kind of stuff you were you, you were you know a nerd you were shoved a into a locker mm-hmm. but Just a geek in a bad way or a nerd yeah. in a bad way you know what i mean but now you got adults walking around wanting to be iron man it's a positive connotation yeah. yeah you yeah. know we've been nerds our whole lives but yeah. now it's like being a nerd's cool all of a sudden it's like yeah. well, exactly we, we've finally. been here for a while so what the fuck or it's hipster. pretty cool though man <laughs> yeah that'll never be you cool, know what i mean yeah, yeah. Well, no what, like nerd what, is hip like shut up continue what you're saying but but it's one of those things though where it's like I've I've, I've been in this for decades before it became cool. It's yeah, like, fuck that. Shit. But when I say it, I'm a hipster. No, yeah. you sound no, like a hipster. hipster too, well, Mona. when you hold your Smoky Road coffee, <laughs> and he does have Smoky Road today, sponsored by yeah. the show. Anytime I make fun free. of you, anytime I make fun of you for being a hipster, it's like coming from a place of love because I'm <laughs> I'm also you're there, I'm you're just there. as much as a hipster as you and, are. So. It's fine. I don't care. It's and just... this episode of Glitch Therapy sponsored by Smoky Row. And oh, hipsters no. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and hipsters everywhere. <laughs> it's not actually sponsored by Smoky Row, but Smoky Row, give us a call. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah, I was going to say something else about uh, Stanley. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, just like nerds used to not be cool. Stanley was, was a penniless you know writer in the room of uh, a comics thing a comics book and he was about to give up on writing comics mm-hmm. and he had just one last ditch effort idea to make a character and he made captain america i think is who yeah. his first character was well done. Nice. And, and it and right before he was about to quit writing that was his big break and you know it's all history from there but it's yeah. just so cool how that happened i don't know it's just it was meant to be mm-hmm. yeah so. it's crazy stuff what is also crazy is that Overlord was really fucking good. It oh. was, man. It very much not was. To, not to cut off the Stan Lee thing. No, but no. That's what to. I've been hearing from both of you. Uh, I couldn't wait to gush about that movie. It, yeah. it, it was really good, actually. <laughs> it was It was a good, fun ride. Like, you had to just, you know, suspend a little bit of disbelief on it. Just a little bit. But for <laughs> the lot. most part... I mean, <laughs> come yeah. on. But for the most part, it did follow some historical stuff um, yeah. regarding, you know, over, Operation Overlord and some of those things that happened in the movie. Oh, there was an Operation um, Overlord? Uh, I want to say there was. I was talking with Ross about it, and he was kind of like melting my face off with information about it, so I didn't retain, <laughs> I didn't retain all of it, but he was saying that, he, that it, there is some truth in Operation Overlord. Yeah. Um, that it really There's did happen. There's a Wikipedia on it, yeah. Yeah, that they did go behind, send a group of soldiers behind enemy lines the, the day before D-Day when they stormed Normandy Beach. And um, this was the Battle the of, Normandy. of Normandy. Yeah, and they went there to go try to knock down radio towers to help the Allied soldiers be able to, you know, do their thing on the beaches and, and with their boats and everything. Well, yeah, they were trying to knock out a tower so that air support could get past exactly. enemy lines. Yeah. yeah, and so in doing so, they just in the movie they discover uh, a, a lab underneath the tower where they're doing you know experiments on people in in a town nearby. 
you know, that the, the, the typical stuff you heard about throughout all of history about the Nazis doing experiments like the occult stuff and trying to make super soldiers and all that crazy shit. Yeah. And really, like, the way this movie ends, this could have actually happened and no one would ever know because yeah. they destroy this lab and the good guys win, as, you know, they always do in these movies. But, you know, they bury this lab and someone mm -hmm. asked the guy who survives, like, was there anything down there other than the tower that we should know about? And he was like, nope. Because yeah. <laughs> because because the guys that did see it happen, they didn't want even the Allied soldiers, you know, the Allied side, like or no anybody one, to get hold of that stuff because that shit, that shit was crazy. No mm -hmm. one should have this kind of power. Exactly. So, yeah. um, if you uh, are looking for a good movie, it's a little gory. Like I wouldn't say necessarily that's a horror movie, but it's what would, I, you, what would you what would you what, what, what is it zombie what gory genre would you put it into? Eh, I would call it a some. I would personally I would call this a sci-fi gore fest where okay. yeah. where there there is there's it's very gory but it's like Kill Bill gore action where, action sci-fi with a little bit of horror elements to it. It's not like it's not like hostile gore where it's realistic and makes you cringe. It's like Kill Bill gore where it's comical gore that kind of makes you laugh. You know, there was there were a couple parts where I was like, Ugh, like mm, it's hard it's hard to make me get like grossed out like by what? something like, like when the dude bent his head back and his neck was all busted up like in, oh in the see attic. that just makes me laugh because it's, <laughs> it's, it's it was just, like so it was silly just gross because the sound was so good it was like the snap sound, was yeah. just right was, huh? yeah I don't know there was a couple parts like that where I was like Ugh. the only time you can make me like cringe is if it's something that could actually happen but if it's right. something like that where it's just like yeah he's morphing into a creature like he I don't didn't know. even like morph he was just weird yeah it was a good well movie. he was kind of mutating or whatever yeah. a little bit but yeah i mean it was yeah i don't whenever it's something that couldn't actually happen that's where i'm like that's funny quick question <laughs> before we before we move on to anything else who was your favorite character in the movie i loved the sniper at first i didn't like him in the beginning when they're in the plane and he's like being a shithead to everybody like he takes the main character's like uh, like necklace that had a bullet or whatever on the end of it, and he's like making fun of him, and he's making fun uh -huh. of this other guy over here that with the camera, and like he's just the snarky big mouth. Yeah, and I was like, man, this guy's a dickhead. But by the end of the movie, I'm like, he he was pretty cool. Yeah, that, I liked him a lot. My so I don't know if I'd say character, but my favorite relationship was his and the little boy. Yeah, I love how they interact <laughs> and how they're like friends by the end of it. He goes and yeah, saves him everything. We don't yeah. want to ruin the movie. Check it out. It was really good. J.J. Abrams directed it. Mm -mm. Uh, or no, produced it? Was it produced? Yeah, he produced, he produced it. it. Yeah, it, it was his... Uh, no, just credit where credit's due, because this was mm -hmm. a newer director, and he I'm excited to it. see... That's what I meant yeah, to say. Yeah, it was, it, was bad it was Bad Robot Productions, but Julius Avery directed it, and I don't think he's done... A whole lot of notable stuff before. I enjoyed it's it. like he's doing Flash Gordon. Yeah, he is. Yep, he's nice. doing the new Flash Gordon movie, so that's gonna be cool. Mm. If you're looking for a good movie to check out, Overlord. It's not a lot out there right now, or whatever. Check out that one. As long as Flash Gordon goes Flash, ah. <laughs> and then Lindsay, you saw uh, the new Harry Potter universe oh, yep. movie, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm. It has a title. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a title. It's a long title. title. Well, yeah. at least it doesn't say the Fantastic Beast. You know, but anyway, yeah. was it good? It was good, but it was yeah. it, but it was a little subpar to the first one. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the first one more than this one, but more or less because, as we said earlier, this is just a build-up movie to the third one, mm -hmm. and maybe fourth one. Because because my friend and I friend who was new about this goes oh yeah Dumbledore and Grindelwald fighting this one no they don't right <laughs> oh they don't <laughs> oh no it's a bill it's a big build up they give you a lot more questions than answers what mm. what do you think about uh Johnny Depp's character I like I like him as Grindelwald 
See, I was disappointed when Colin Farrell was not Colin Farrell because I, I prefer Colin Farrell to Johnny mm-hmm. Depp. I see more. Honestly, I see Colin Farrell as more of a dick than anything. Yeah, I do <laughs> so, too. But Grindelwald's a bad guy. So I know that, but he he also has a. Di- I mean, he's almost kind of like a Thanos. He has this different viewpoint on how life should be because you hear this huge uh, uh, lecture that he gives in the movie and about what you know he believes things life should be, and it's kind of a Thanos storyline. Is like he doesn't hate the no Madge. But he believes, you know, that they are necessary, but they are just a lot lower than. But if they are hateful, if you know, because he can foresee the the war coming, in oh, wow. the Second World War, hmm. and he goes, "We need to stop them before all of this starts again." I like how they changed hmm. Muggles to Nomads. That's yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah. It well, seems well, like this is fixing well, a lot of the things I didn't like about the original Harry Potter. So movie. it seems like it's like because Muggle became the slang, you know, yeah. layers on. Because right. this is in the 1920s, so this still has made 80 years before even Harry Potter keeps going. Yeah. But I mean, I really enjoyed the characters. There was a one thing that blew my mind about Nagini mm. in reference in here because. As maybe other people have heard, Nagini used to be a person, and the person that she used to be is in the movie. The snake? I'd, yes, yeah. the, the snake. And I did not even correlate those two together because I didn't hear about the Nagini thing because they don't call the person that name until it was like, holy shit. Mm, that's cool. Hmm. But it shows like something goes on with Nagini, and like, she is 80 years old at least. Oh really? Yeah, well, that's one thing. Well, when we get to Harry Potter, she's at least eighty years old. Mm. Even for that's old enough for a giant magical snake. I'm gonna yeah. check it out for sure. Predict the fantasy this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might go tonight actually, depending yeah. on how late other shit goes. But I'm definitely going the next few days. Yeah, there you go. So you I, don't... Have, I have evenings off now, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. you lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Welcome to adulthood. God, <laughs> just an, another another friend in the adulthood. Yeah, oh, man. Aww. Michael. Rip. Rip. R.I.P. Everyone's using Rip now. To his Uh, shitty schedule that he used to have. Press Uh, F for condolences. Right. (laughs) Well, speaking of schedules, maybe we should push our schedule forward and go ahead and hit up some news for a second. Let's do Mm -hmm. it. All right. Crazy news with Microsoft. They're planning a diskless Xbox. What? What? Yeah. Lame. Uh, good news is that it won't be part of their next gen stuff. Okay. Part of the Scarlet uh, Gaming, uh, you know, uh, consoles or whatever. This is going to be part of this generation. So, uh, website Therat is claiming info regarding this is true, and that Microsoft plans to release an updated Xbox One console next year that will have no disc drive. Uh, yeah. Seems like. How- See, I know you guys are all going to laugh at this. No, no, I won't laugh. I'm ready. No, at the at this news that you just oh, brought yeah, up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we are we're going this exactly it's ten not, twenty years from now, man. No one's gonna own shit. It's all just we, gonna be access and like buying the game online yeah. and have it. Like it's it's headed that way. We're I already halfway you. there. Half my yeah. games on my system right now are downloaded off of like you know the the store. I, really? I yeah, because I just don't feel like driving to the store to go pick up a copy. Uh-huh. And I'm also a lazy ass lately where I don't want to get them put a fucking disc in. But or, I love that experience. <laughs> I, I love the experience of going yeah. to GameStop or Best Buy or whatever the what game experience? is. Experience. I love to what go are you talking about? and be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go buy this game I and used, maybe buy what something experience else. Is yeah. this? You know, when I bought Assassin's Creed, I went to go buy Assassin's Creed Origins only, and I left with like three toys and I don't know what else. Yeah. And oh I'm like, God. I'm ready to go. See, but. <sighs> 
I love that. I'm just saying, like, I used to love the experience of going to record stores and buying <coughs> CDs and records. And I still stuff. do that. I, but but 90% of the record stores don't mm. exist anymore. I'm and with like, they're, they're But still they're building there. back up. But okay. No, it's... So we're we're headed to an age of like we ga- are. GameFly. You're gonna like pay to rent a game digitally. So I mean, like why why not? You it's know? true. I- I'm with you on this. Um, so check this out. So Microsoft will offer a disc to digital program for those that have physical games, but they want to take advantage of the new console. You'll be able to take your disc to a participating retailer and get a download code in exchange. Now the console will cost much less, at or under two hundred dollars per console. And it's not going to be part of the next gen stuff, as I said before. Uh, it'll be a separate thing, and it, um, it'll be part of their their you know Xbox One family they have going on right now. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they're just testing things out, yeah. sort of, well, to see how people react to it. Yep, yeah. and and that's also it, it attributes to what the next gen is going to be because there's already been rumors that they're going to do two consoles. Next generation is going to be one like this, where it'll be like an online mm-hmm. only, no disc drive, just downloadable content stuff, much cheaper. And then there'll be the traditional regular Xbox that okay. you know has like a right. disc drive. I could see PlayStation so. doing that with like just putting the trigger. Yeah, Microsoft yeah. was just ahead of the they were just ahead of the curve when they tried to do it at the beginning of this cycle, yeah. and everybody like cried wolf and was like not cried wolf, but they are all upset about it and yeah. pissed off. No, but PlayStation has um, the, the like PlayStation will probably do it without even letting anyone know. It's like when because the, they're coming out with the new gen. Yeah, later with, on with the S five. Yeah. Twenty yeah. twenty man. So eventually they're like, hey, this is gonna be a discless um, console. I mean, why I can, not? I man? See like, them, honestly, like, as long as you get the options, though. Yeah. The only people that I can see being really negative effect, negatively effective, are the people that live where there's no internet, and like that, that's going to cause a but lot more. I don't problems. see how they could be pissed off as long as they don't shit the bed by not making more than one version. That's why they're making two versions. There's going to be one where if you want that, it's right there for those that have fast internet and don't want a disk drive, don't care about yeah. it. They they can save a little bit of money. But if you don't want that or you have shitty internet or whatever and you're just a traditionalist, mm-hmm. then you can get the regular console. So as long as they give you options, unlike what they did in the beginning of this cycle where they didn't give you an option, they were just like, hey, it's all going to be online, guys. And everybody's like, no, fuck that. We're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And we weren't. Right. But I think we're trending, like you said, in that direction that in the next console cycle after this next one, we're probably going to be just online only. I, I, uh, possi- yeah. Quite possibly. I don't know. I'd say I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. I'm like, I love you having want your discs. discs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there's only been one game I've downloaded, and that mm. was the Jurassic Park one. Yeah. And everything else has been, I have the disc because this shows, I bought it, I own it, it's mine. Oh, yeah. Look yeah, how I pretty like that it thing is. Too. <laughs> I mean, I know there are people like you that are traditionalists, but the mass majority of people don't like having to go to the store. And, and like, it's just trending that way. And eventually, mm. we're going to get to a world where where you're going to pay to have access to it instead of yeah. owning it. Dang kids. The one bad thing about it that I directly experienced was uh, for the first time in probably a couple of years where it happened, at least that I know of, uh, Xbox Live went down recently in a way where it wasn't the whole service went down. It was just like your your downloadable content from the store was not available. So any of the hmm. games I downloaded from the store, like just digital download, would not load up or anything, and it wouldn't let me because they were having some kind of issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but everything else would work. I put a disc in for any other game. It would boot up. I could see all my friends online. Every every other part of the service was available except that, and it was down for maybe like an hour or two. Wow. So it wasn't a big deal, but it was just one of those reminders like, oh, yeah, 
since I bought it this way, I don't technically own this. Huh. If they yeah. ever turn their service off or decide to be dicks, mm-hmm. I don't have access to these games that I bought. Mm-hmm. Even your pass, too, because it was having issues with the season yeah. passes. But It'll they, just but, be a thing where they have scheduled maintenance where exactly. it's like in Fortnite or any other thing where they give you a message, hey, we're scheduling maintenance Monday mm. at 4 a.m. It'll be down for a few hours. Yeah. There you go. Um, also, Game of the Year nominees have arrived. Uh, I know Ben oh, and I God. have been having... <laughs> Can we not? Hey, hey, okay. Okay, before I say this, we're not going to argue about this. <laughs> ben and I have been what? having some heated debates over text message about Game of the Year talk. Uh, I'll just say this. Uh, the Game of the Year nominees have been have arrived. The game the Game Awards has emerged as basically the industry's version of the Oscars, if you will. Right. And so, so wait, these who there is one actual Game of the Year award that's given. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, the Game of the the Game Awards has emerged as like kind of like the Oscars of the gaming industry. Yeah, and they so give they, awards they give for like everything, esports. Yeah, it's all cool. stuff. It's fun stuff. So, so Fortnite's got a ton of votes, by the way. Because I was gonna say, <laughs> like, so what? Where does the Golden Joystick Awards stand in all this? Because people, I don't know. people are pissed about the fact that Fortnite won. Like, people are because it ups, okay. It's upsetting the the ma- the order of things. Well, the problem of. is that mm. there's so many different award shows. Kind of like think of it like the Academy Awards, the Oscars, and so on. There's the different Emmys, yeah. the Emmys and stuff like that. So there's in the gaming world. There's so many of those out there, and some of them are like smaller ones, and some of them are like the major ones that everybody recognizes and looks at. Right. So, so where it just would depends. Golden Joystick stand? And I all this? don't know we for don't sure. Know. We'd have to do some research on that. Well, all that's still brand it new. Like it's it's a, pretty big from what I read. It's yeah. it's a big thing. It's been yeah. up for years now yeah. since. So uh, it was a pretty big Xbox. upset to give Game of the Year to a game that didn't come out this year. Is for that publication. It's yes. and ah. it's still. And is still in beta. It's kind too. of a slap in the face to other games that recently came out. You can't really exactly. call See, it. See, the, the thing, though, is like, <laughs> I mean, like, I, you guys are all going to say, like, it's just because I play Fortnite. Yes. That's what I like. But it's not. Technically. You, you cannot you cannot ignore the numbers. Like, this is the most popular and lucrative game among all but, but age groups from 4 to 7. But you're missing, but you're missing yeah. the point, though. Uh, like, you're, you're taking it from, you're looking at it wrong. It's like... Okay, how can I put this? It's like, um, so I what I was trying to say in the text message is that tra- <laughs> traditionally you can't give a game game of the year that came out in a different year. Even though it's ongoing and things are changing in that climate, most people in the industry aren't, aren't going to recognize it for that reason. Just because it's like if God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out this year and those are the top billings or choices to, to head for game of the year, it's not fair to let Fortnite squeeze into that category and right. they came out last year. Right. Okay, but some can, publications are doing that, but some of the bigger ones aren't including. That's why it's not on this list, which I haven't read yet. Okay, yeah. can, can I ask though? Like, I understand that. Like, I'm just saying uh, traditionally. You, you, this, is, this is my own personal opinion out of it. Yeah. No, saying, you guys I act like I don't. Like no. I don't know. Like no, how? No, or, no it's I not do. That. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking offense. about. No, I'm not taking offense. I'm just saying, like, I understand the this. reasoning. Yeah, for this. we're actually doing this. <laughs> no, I want to just like. Okay, it's like this one thing. Like, let him say his piece. Let him say his Okay, so, all right. Let's. Who developed God of War? Who was the developer? Whatever. Like, well, we'll say it's EA for whatever. So let's say EA put X amount of hours into developing God of War. Developer hours, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So 10,000 hours. I'm sure it's more than that, but we'll just say it for that purpose. So then you have Fortnite, which is kind of a new beast. It's, It's... 
it's not like Overwatch in the sense of like the Overwatch that I play now is the same Overwatch that I played when it came out. All but the also, game Overwatch is not being nominated because oh, Overwatch came out two years ago. I know, right. I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> but Overwatch has not changed in two years. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. They've added, a new, they've added new maps. They've added a ton of new characters. They've added a new character probably like every three to four, three or four months. No new maps, new characters. Yes, that's yeah. fine. But the the gameplay has not changed, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll let you you finish. So (laughs) what I'm saying, though, let's say that Fortnite has 10 different limited time game modes that they've developed. These are are completely new games. Like, this is not, like, with new sets of rules, new, like, new maps, like, everything. So, like, let's say just comparatively that they put also 10,000 hours into developing new content for their game that will never have a sequel. Why... If they put the same amount of time into developing new content, why is that? So why is that? It's not not fair fair. because of this. Because you can't you can't continue to keep giving a game an award just because they keep changing up the game. It's still the same game. The name hasn't changed. Yeah, they added stuff or changed, tweaked some things. It doesn't matter. So if Fortnite came out last year and it got Game of the Year, and then they changed a few things, and then these new games: God of War, Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption Two, Marvel's Spider-Man, Celeste. These are the games for the Game of the Year nominees. Most on most Red Dead websites. Redemption Two is the same as Red Dead Redemption One. I mean, it's, it's a different game. That's why the title is different. There's two separate games. So, but the point I'm trying to make though is that if that came out last year, Fortnite, and it won. Just because they changed a few things, why should these games that came out this year that are amazing get shit on because Fortnite tweaks some stuff and it's really popular? That's what we're looking at. So then, let's say next year they they change some more stuff. Let's say another batch of great games comes out that have great stories, uh, awesome developers that did, did an amazing job on these games. Should those games get shit on yet again because Fortnite is still really popular? And made some changes to a map and changed some modes. And every eight-year-old plays it. It's not it. fair. You got to like, okay, it had its time in the sun. It's still really popular, but we got to look at these new games. Because we got to give these guys their time. Maybe yeah. there, there should just be categories on- then, because yeah. like honestly, if you like, no. I, if you're if you're just saying game of the year, what right. was the best game of this year for that year released. when it released? Okay, but but there is uh, an no. award. It's, it's no, but there <laughs> is an award for ongoing games. It's very game. specific. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. There like, is one. It won that. Yeah, and it should, but I'm just saying... But like, not Game of the Year for this it, year. That's yeah. why it's Game of the Year. That exactly. should be game best of, new release well, of this year. Get, like, well, no, I mean, no, no, no. It released last year. Because the best game <laughs> of this year... No, just what I see it as is, what is if like Game of... I mean, God of War came out last year, and it was awesome. And then this year it came out with a new DLC, and then and they go, oh, that should be Game of the Year. Why? Can't that be game of the year? It's like basically it's the same thing. Okay, so like it's a game, and it was and it was the most popular this year. So in the award name, it's was it a game? And I get what you're saying, like, but you're in a very small minority versus with like this. best new release. I'm <laughs> yes, apparently yeah. not because if you no. look at this recent award that was given, but you I gotta mean, keep in mind though, like you're. I'm just like you gotta <laughs> oh open god. your oh mind my, to oh change. Oh my god, Ben! I, no, but you're oh. not understanding something. You're trying to take one person's opinion or one website's opinion, it's and you're not trying, a to, you're trying or it, one award show and run with it. So yeah. let, me, let me let me put it a different way and let's see if I can pull you into the. I'm fold trying here. to change the status quo here, though. Like but I not, understand the way it works. I understand not, the argument, but you're not changing gravity. If you jump off a building, you're gonna fall to the ground. <laughs> this is right. gravity. So We're not talking is, about no, physics, though. Let me make my point real quick. It's let me let me me present it to you in a different way. If um, hmm, how do I want to put Grand this? Grand Theft Auto. No, 
I get, Beats I, Red Dead Redemption I, 2. The problem here is, Forza. That, like, I think okay, we okay. both understand each other. No, I think I do, we just disagree. But you refuse to, like, let that... Okay, I get your point, but that's not how it works. I, but you, Okay, <laughs> but you can't just say, like, that's not how it works and not acknowledge the Then why is it not on the list, then? If it's so awesome, why is it... This is the... This that's is like just the, one website. This is, like, the, the same oh point I'm making to you. I know. I did that intentionally. Oh, my God. I know. I'm just saying... Let's skip. The, okay, we're <laughs> this done. This website here. is we're supposed done. to be the totality. I mean, like, it's kind of like I'm just saying, like you can't say like this is how it's always been done, so that's how it's going to be but, because but then, things are changing. But then, but then you you sit here and you say that we're not giving you credit, like you don't know how this works. But it's like if you listen to other podcasts and stuff, no one's talking about Fortnite being game of the year I'm because not nobody that, want nobody is going to put it in that list because it's not. Game that came out this year, dude. I, it's that simple. Uh, like my, exactly. what are we talking about? That's why it is every year is the games that came out that year. Thank you. My, uh, my, uh, my like, end point isn't that they are going to, or that I think. I'm just saying the the thing. I don't you, understand. Okay. Well, maybe, about, maybe I should. Maybe I should. What just, about movie of the year? Maybe okay, I should think of it go. like that. You know, okay. Frozen maybe. should win this year because it's okay. that awesome. How about this? How about this? How about this? Since you're going off as particularly because this particular award show gave him they gave it this award. Do you like the MTV Movie Awards or MTV Video Awards? You ever watch those? I personally don't. Do you think like it's stupid? award shows? Period. Okay, but, no, I'm just know. making my point. There's MTV Video Awards or whatever. Mm-hmm. You have like American Music Awards. You have like your country awards. You got all these different award shows, right? Right. If MTV gives, I don't know, Miley Cyrus or somebody that you don't like the, the album of the year, okay. And then somebody comes to you and goes, well, Miley Cyrus is the best. MTV gave her the album of the year. She has the best album out. Well, Kendrick Lamar album came out that year, too, and so-and-so, whatever. And they argue that to you and say, well, they gave it to him, so it must be pretty cool. There must be something. And they're arguing the point that Miley Cyrus' album is the best album of the year. Wouldn't you be like, okay, that's just one publication. It's MTV. Okay, right. whatever. But, you know, the American Music Awards gave this to Kendrick Lamar or whoever, so he must be the best. I, <laughs> there's going to be different... <laughs> Award shows points. for different stuff. No, I know. Yeah. I get it. So I'm th- I know that makes your point that it's like awesome and everything, but it didn't come out this year. That's the fundamental fact that I'm trying to get to your I head. understand what you I understand <laughs> so what you're arguing saying. Then? I, I think like <laughs> you're missing my my general point of Four. that okay, like I understand they don't take Fortnite into consideration. Fortnite has cre- it's a new beast. It's a new type of game. Then they this can is, make a category hold on, for hold on. They have hold, a category. Hold on. Just let me. <laughs> there is one. It, it's, it's kind of. Ben talk. It is kind of a new. Would you. Okay. Would you agree that Fortnite is a bit of a new beast? I know there there have been online multiplayer games, but it's. It's a games of service, I feel like, where it's yeah. going to continue to evolve. It's going to. It's like. And kind the, of, they're doing what Destiny wanted to do. They're right. doing mm-hmm. what a lot of exactly. games are trying to do now, where they're going to continue to ser- give you a service over the course of years that will change and evolve. But if that service launches. So in one year, you can't give them that same award the next year because it's been out. That's okay. the only point I was trying to get to. Hold okay. on, though. Okay, so <laughs> let's, I'm just right. establishing the fact that this, okay, is your a new, this is a new beast, right? So right. Sure. all I'm saying is over the next few years, like the success of Fortnite will not be ignored. There will be companies that try and replicate this and make their own version of it. Right. And you're going to start seeing games like this work, their, work their way into things like this eventually. Yeah, and, they, and then they change categories. But if it didn't come out that year, you can't put a game. I don't feel like you should be able to put a game 
that you came eventually out last will. year right. into this year. You guys are going in circles now. This is yeah. kind of. Yeah, I'm says, not going in circles. I'm holding strong. Well, let's say this. <laughs> it's they, a circle. Okay, what they should stop. do is they should make a category that's called e- evolvable games. There is one. That's what I was trying to sell. There earlier. is an evolvable category. It'll be no. There's one where it's like ongoing. Uh, I forget the category names. Like ongoing online. Ex- well, I know mo- there's one that, like, like, mo- that like No Man's Sky is in. That's kind of like because it mm-hmm. continues and because they have done a yeah. ton of shit. Right. They have upgraded so much m- far beyond when they came out. Like I t- talked about a long time ago, right. and they were nominated for that. And just mm-hmm. like, I mean, I enjoy it now just because of. The, You'll definitely the see more categories spring up, but I just don't think this is my personal opinion at this point right now what I'm about to say. I just, I just don't think that it'd be fair to other games and, other, and right. developers who are busting their asses making a God of War or making a Red Dead Redemption 2 or a Spider-Man to be steamrolled by a popularity of a game. Uh, like Dota. Dota 2 yeah. is probably the most popular online game in PC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dota, the, the numbers are astronomical and how much money they pull in for that game. I would not consider that game like even though if they oh, changed the entire game I wouldn't consider that game right. like oh you know anything like that but anyway we, we gotta Sorry, move, we I, gotta move on yeah. <laughs> I, I know we get fiery about this shit <laughs> I, I'll, my only point is it makes that good listening. like is. I'm not saying that really you're wrong or I'm wrong I think both of us have valid opinions but I'm just saying that things over the next 10 years are gonna change a lot yeah no you're it's gonna, changing you're gonna start it can change yeah, yeah but, and if there's like 20 fortnights out there and there's a big amount of games that are producing just as much new content every year you're gonna start to see these games maybe be included i don't know i'm not trying right. to predict the future but right. i'm just saying it could happen you know like well, it's th- not gonna happen there this a, year but there's an argument on giant bomb last year with PUBG in the same in the same vein they were like yeah. okay PUBG's in beta they're working on it but mm-hmm. technically people can play it now so it's, it's technically released but then they were like do we wait until the game is officially released and then give it a review and rate it and then put it on that game of the year conversation or do you take it for what it is now because it technically released now they had that con- that very conversation right. and they were saying like it's kind of weird how you have to look at that because it can't be in both years technically yeah, it has sure. to be in the year yep. it came out or mm-hmm. do you wait and judge it the year that they finally actually release it either way it has to be in one or the other because yeah. you can't inhabit two years we're forever yeah. in beta <laughs> you know what i mean so i don't know you you um, will get to a point where things can inhabit multiple years i think it just has to be fair, a, if they put out the same amount of new content as a new release in uh, in a, any given year i think that is fair if you I put disagree. 10 if you put the same amount of man hours into so why is their time less valuable than spider-man's time it's not it's, not. it's just it's not just, it just shouldn't be considered every year just DLC. because they keep putting more into it it's not fair for, for the other for the other games and developers that are p- putting in as much time because so just because they're not doing an ongoing God of War continuation that goes year after year they're gonna get shit on because they're not, not shit on yeah well, basically because if you're no, gonna get, I mean it's whoever's literally if you're going by who's more popular <laughs> and you're putting the same oh all right we gotta stop this is gonna yeah, be yeah, rough to listen yeah. to. we're gonna go we're around so sorry again. guys I have, uh, I have now, I'll be right back now speaking of PUBG there's a little bit of news for that for you guys oh. <laughs> I can't believe it went that long about that and you said you didn't want to argue come on I didn't but he wouldn't let it go just stop stop it stop please this was fun though PUBG is finally hitting PS4 consoles December 7th so uh, if anybody's still playing that, I don't know if you are, but if you are and you've been waiting on PS4, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, not missing much. Uh, so the PS4 console version is going to have the Nathan Drake skin, at least backpack from The Last of Us, uh, day one themed parach- uh, PlayStation parachute, 
Um, so yay! Yeah, you've been waiting for PUBG, and you couldn't. I got play a question it? on that though. Is it going to come out in beta for the PlayStation Four, or is it going to come out as a full game now? I don't know. Okay. I would assume it would come out just a full fledged game because it's, why not? It's, well, PlayStation doesn't have like a beta, like a pre preview program like Xbox and, and like oh, PC does. No, mm. um, so, okay. so you can't you can't really play that stuff while they're still working on it okay. so i think what they're going to do since xbox and microsoft are so similar their consoles are so similar in the sense mm-hmm. that they can like take that version and then put it over to playstation just and then tweak it a bit. tweaks yeah okay got some it some updates and stuff so yeah. I, okay. that's what i would assume okay. i don't know i'm just speculating uh but it's coming so if you're been waiting for that on play- playstation it's on its way like which they've lost a ton of players over the last like few months it's it's yeah. I, I was talking with the buddy at work that we think that that game will be probably be damn near dead in like another in the next six months. Yeah, like with the player base just plummeting with Call of Duty, with Fortnite still running strong, and then Black Battlefield just came out. Although its multiplayer won't um, the uh, the battle royale the battle royale doesn't come out till March. Yeah, but so, still. Mm-hmm. Um, one last thing I have then is uh, Pedro Pascal. Uh, it's been cast as the lead in the Mandalorian. Which is going to be this, uh, the the uh, Star Wars spinoff? Oh yes, you know the. Oh yeah, they were talking. I, I he don't was know. On TV <laughs> talk the other night, didn't even come, yeah. put that together. It's going to be on uh, Disney's streaming service. He, if you don't know who Pedro Pascal is, uh, he played Prince Oberon on in uh, Game of Thrones. He fought the mountain. Do you, you guys get into Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Nope. God damn it, Jose. You, you know, know you, you wonder know why the answer is no. Nope. Oh, you wonder why I give you shit. It's yeah. The best shows ever. Yeah, shut up. All I ever Continue. heard about it when it first came out was it's boobs and sex. Boobs and sex. No, I did not want to so watch that. Softcore porn and middle ages. So much more, though. Um, uh-huh. He was also uh, in the second Kingsman movie. Uh, he's one of the American agents. And then he was Javier Pena, uh, Pena in uh, Narcos. Ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so cool. Does that hit the spot for you? Yeah, because I'm Mexican. <laughs> See, why, why do you got to do that? <laughs> why do you got to make people feel uncomfortable and shit? You should have just yeah. looked at me. Because you looked at right, right when you said narcos, you just Cause, eye contact. Because you didn't. Re- <clears throat> yeah. Have you seen narcos? A little bit of it. Um, yeah. I have I heard it, it's really so. good. I heard it's, like it's, seen it in it's real life. quite mm. delightful. Fuck you, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what and else? then happy birthday, PS4. It turned five just a couple days ago. Woo! Five years old. They Yay. sold over 86 million units worldwide as of, I want to say, like June or this this past summer or something like that. So, yay. Wow. You know, so, still going strong. Wish I had a kazoo to blow. <laughs> Let's not do the kazoo. <laughs> um, I think we should probably move on. I have a PS4 oh. deal kind of a thing. Oh, what you got? Well, right now, Amazon and Walmart.com both have the PS4 um, Plus uh, membership for 12 months on sale for $40. Oh, nice. And But the thing is that at Walmart.com, if you have never really bought anything from them before, you can use the code Ellen10, like mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres, and you will get $10 more off, so you can get it for $30. Oh, nice. I just That's bought that yesterday, November, you know, Saturday, mm-hmm. because $30 for 12 months when it's usually $60, yeah. I'll go for that. Mm-hmm. That's so, a good deal. Yeah, that. yeah, because Ellen was offering this for, for everybody just to get some money off of ordering stuff from Walmart. So if you never have bought something mm-hmm. from Walmart.com, do it. That's pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. One second here. I guess we'll take a quick break and talk about some uh, some games. What? 
Holy shit, it's been a lot of good games sprinkling through in November. What we got Hitman 2, we so got many Fallout 76, we got some some Fortnite updates. Yeah, Fortnite <laughs> updates. God, you guys hate like on this? Fortnite. So why does everyone hate on I Fortnite? I'm not so hating much. on Fortnite, I hate on you with for, uh, with Fortnite. <laughs> I hate Fortnite. It's a 2 for 1 deal. Why do you, you hate Fortnite? I just hate it, dude. I hate Call of Duty. I don't I hate, hate you. I don't hate Fortnite. I like See? Fortnite. That's how I feel <laughs> oh right there. Oh god. This whole episode is oh just, just a, a freaking landmine. Yeah, the episode the, the episode title of the day is drama. <sighs> so much drama. Drama between the guys over <laughs> so here. I'm fine game, over Gamer here. drama. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing some Hitman 2. That game is more of Hitman 1. But I don't know how to how to put it. It's, how do you it's, not get bored? I get bored so, when I play Hitman. It's so good though. Like it scratches an itch that I get once in a while. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I play a lot of different stuff. And have a couple things in the back burner. That way, when I get tired of playing Call of Duty, I can go and assassinate some people. When I get done playing, I get tired of playing this. I can go play like God of War and do like a story that engrosses mm-hmm. me. I like having a little bit of variety. But Hitman has been scratching that awesome itch that I forgot that I needed to scratch. You know what I really? mean? Where, that makes sense. Where yeah. I'm walking around an environment, I'm just kind of taking my time, and it's a real slow burn of just like you can't rush through the levels and stuff. If you're looking no. for your target, you got to walk methodically and slow. You might have to knock a guy out in the kitchen and take his outfit. And then hide his body in like a closet or like a trunk or something, and then that's my problem. Work your way to the target. You know, I'm too impatient it's, for that game. Oh, it's and so you're good. too tall. And you're too tall. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Look at that tall waiter. Um, <laughs> and it's just fun. Like when you open up the menu and see all the different ways you can take them out. Like I had to go, and the prologue was going into this lady's, uh, the target's house. It was like on a on the beach, mm-hmm. and she had a bunch of guards and stuff, but they weren't there at the moment. So I had to sneak in. And it gave me different ways to kill her. It's like, you know, smother her with a pillow or uh, when she goes into her safe room, shoot her in the head from like <laughs> through the ceiling uh, a skylight or uh, electrocute her with A, B and C, you know, all this, poison her with rat poison in her like tea or, and all this stuff. And you can choose how you want to go about that. And I wanted to do one of the more creative ones because you get more points for doing that stuff. But oh. then she got in bed with her like her boy toy or whatever. They're laying in bed. He was in his underwear and she got in bed and I could see through the walls because you can like see like a, a a view of where they are through walls and stuff. So you saw brown chicken brown cows? Yeah, no, they went right to bed. Oh. But I snuck in there <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what else I, I should do. Fuck it. I'm just going to smother her with the pillow. And I just kind of did it quietly. Like, <laughs> just held it on her face. And then I, was, I, I, I escaped. Got my my boat and left. And I had to make a, a distraction so they leave my boat, um, the area where my boat was. And I got away. It's just so satisfying to pull off a hit. And then get away scot-free. Mm. I don't know. Well, you know what it's going to be? It's like in life, he's going to get paid for the murder. <laughs> right? Yep. It's, it's a lot of fun. It, it's not something that I can play every single night, but there's times where I don't want to play the stuff I'm playing. I don't want to play Red Dead or whatever. I'm like, I kind of just want to go through this level and just like mm. look for this guy and try to kill him in, a, in an elaborate, crazy way. Yeah. You know? Fun. It's been fun, so I'm going to keep playing it. They changed it this year where... Le- when it came out in 2016, it right. was like episodic. So they release a, a map, and then like two or three months later, they release another map, mm-hmm. and then another map. So they did like five or six maps over the course of the year. Okay. Where this, they just said, "Nope, we're gonna give all all of it to you in one hit. Ooh. Knock yourselves out. Mm. Try to get high score against your friends." They also added a co-op mode so that you can do a sniper, kind of a sniper elite kind of thing, where you're two te- uh, two teams of two, and you're trying to snipe each other in the map, Ooh. or you're trying to get to the target. And snipe and kill the target first. Ooh, sounds like fun. Kind of like capture the flag, only kill the flag. Yeah, there you go. So, um, 
check it out if you haven't had a chance to play it. I'm enjoying it. If you enjoyed that first one, this one's just as good. Uh, the only gripe I have is that the cutscenes aren't actually cutscenes anymore. Like they were like live animated cutscenes where like you know they they'd be moving and talking. Right. Where this is more like still shots, and then like the words are like some stuff moves in the picture, but it's like a still picture of like somebody's face, and you hear their voice, like the voiceover talking over it. So uh, it's not moving. So they uh, probably okay. scaled back and saved some money on that. But <laughs> I'm like, ah. it's a small gripe for an awesome game. I try to understand cool. that. Um, I saw a really, not I would say funny gif, but it was an interesting gif of a guy going after a woman and she's walking down a hallway and he, you can see him raise his briefcase and he chucks it at her and she goes right around the door corner and the briefcase follows her. So what? it makes a turn. Yes. And it's just That's like. Funny. That's got to be a glitch. Dang. <laughs> They're in the matrix. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. You can even slap somebody with a, with a fish, with a trout. Knock them out with that. Oh, man. I'm like, I need to find that fish. <laughs> yeah, fishing. It's going to be good. That's going to be your forever tool. Just... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I've, been play- I've been playing Fallout 76. I know Ben's been playing it. Um, Joel. You know, Joel's been playing. A lot of us been playing that. Um, how are you enjoying it right now, Ben? Has it been pretty good? Mm. It's, a, it's a very different Fallout experience, but uh, it's also very similar. So... Um, I always was of the mindset like Fallout 4 was kind of the game you wanted to play over and over again because you like to live in that world but you mm-hmm. can't play it forever because it, the story eventually ends you get past the point of no return and you run out of options so this is World of Warcraft meets Fallout kind of in the way that you're is are there NPCs in WoW? Um Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So mm-hmm. this is World of Warcraft meets Fallout without NPCs. So mm-hmm. all the missions you're being taken <laughs> I'll on. I'll leave that out there. What's that? I said I'll leave that out there. Another now. argument. <laughs> oh, you you don't you don't think so? Because um, well, you're giving it a lot of credit saying it's like wow. Well, just in the well, sense that it's a world. You okay. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. in the sense. I can roll yeah, with that. Okay. Just okay. in the style of gameplay. Obviously, it's not sure. anywhere near as good as WoW because WoW is because uh, WoW, WoW is a WoW beast yeah. of its own. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but you know it's. I struggle with boredom in it. I think that sometimes I wish there were NPCs in it. I feel like that would have been a good idea for them to have non-player characters mm-hmm. because following hollow tapes through missions like and only having audio to lead you on is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fun now. Time will tell if it's something I get bored with or not. But for now, mm-hmm. I'm having fun exploring and interacting with other players and stuff. I like how when you walk... When you see a player, they're they're very quiet in your ear. Their their vocals are, but as you get closer to them, the vocals get louder. Oh, okay, like yeah. pro- proximity chat. Yeah, yeah, it's basically what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. I mean, they mm-hmm. they've made it interesting. So. I wish more games used that the proximity chat, and long as they did it in a way that it worked. Like one game that it worked really well in was Friday the Thirteenth. So oh, cool. if you weren't near somebody, you couldn't hear them talking unless you had a walkie-talkie. Oh, okay. So it was kind of nice. So if somebody got near you, you know, and same thing with Jason. He could hear you if he was near you and you were talking. Like, hey, go go get the key. Oh, go get the, the gas. We're talking about actual uh, people voicing. Yeah, like okay. yeah, talk, you talking. mean like NPCs talking. Okay. No, 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 like you talking to me. Okay. If you were too far away in that game and uh-huh. you didn't have a walkie-talkie, I couldn't hear you. Okay, cool, cool. Got it. That's how it played out. But yeah, I wish more games used that, that yeah. in a smart way. That'd be fun. How do, how do you feel about it? Um, I'm enjoying it. I, I've always loved Fallout. Um, it's it's definitely um, uh, a, a series 
um, that I enjoy getting into. I love walking around that that landscape. That just uh, something about a nuked out world and just exploring stuff yeah. is just really appealing to me. It's like Mad Max. Yeah, it feels really good. And just if you played enough Fallout in the past, it all it's so familiar to you. No matter how long it's been since you mm-hmm. played a Fallout game, you you know what this is about. Right. You know what I mean? Looking at your Pip Boy is always fun. Holding that button down so the green light glows as you're walking through yeah. buildings and stuff. <laughs> it just it feels good. Um, it's been a little glitchy and it's been a tough launch for the game, but I think a lot of people that enjoy Fallout will stick with it and keep on, you know, hanging with them while they make updates to it and, mm-hmm. and make some corrections and fix some things. But otherwise, it's it's a good time. We we played some co-op, Joel and I, for a little bit, and that was so. Fun. When you say you played co-op, like what mm-hmm. did you do? Did you guys just wander around, kind of, or we did missions together? So how would you get the missions to do? Um. So as as long as so before we joined up, I could see Joel in my world. Right. I saw like the dot where it showed where he was. And so they made it really easy as far as accessibility. So you can go into like the social menu. And then once you're in there, you'll see all the people on the map. Right. And you can try to join up with them, invite them to join up with you um, and so on. And so Joel, I saw him. I invited him to a party, like just do the Xbox. And then I went over to him and invited him. And then he got in my game. Right. And so we were together in the same map. Right. Now we're just helping each other out. And so the missions that we were doing would show up on his, too. So whenever I would finish something, like let's say they said turn in something at a, at a kiosk or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I did it, he got credit for it, too. Oh, okay, cool, oh, cool. But yeah. the only thing that sucks is like when you find bobbleheads, they don't account for both people. There was times where he found, he found a bobblehead in, like a, um, in a urinal. And I was out, and I was upstairs somewhere else, and he was like, "Oh, I found a bobblehead. It gives you like X amount of blah blah blah, like it, like a perk." Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Cool." And he was like, "Did you get it?" And I was like, "I don't know. Let me check my inventory. I didn't have it." And right. so we kind of went through a, like a little thing trying to figure out how that worked. So we found another one. He's like, "You pick that one up and let me and tell me if you, if you see anything." And he didn't see anything either. So it that part. It's like, just like eh. the real world where like if there's a government supply drop that drops down, mm-hmm. you'll I I would start running toward it and then you'd see other yellow dots of other players gravitating towards it and whoever gets to it first gets all the goodies inside of it, right. you know. So it's just yeah. like it's very much like you're living in a real world. Like if someone grabs something, then mm-hmm. you don't get it, you know. And um, that part's fine as long as it's not something that's like a collectible. If it's a collectible, we should all get it if we're in the right. same party together. Because that would suck to have something tied to a collectible that's like there's only one of these in the world, and it's like I want well, to fill all these up. So do I need to get on another server and come back where somebody didn't find it or how that works? I think mm-hmm. eventually, so if, if they you don't keep do playing, that, you'll find them. I mean, right. they'll repopulate in different Maybe. places. No, they will. Cause... I'm hoping it's not like that though. For like actual collectibles, I'm hoping. Act- what do you mean collectibles? Okay, you know, like in some games where they'll be like, "There's ten of these." I don't there's know. Ninety nine. So like Riddler trophies. It's like the yeah, like something like that. Like there should be that for everybody to find if they want to do that. Yeah, like I don't know. Things, I don't know. It's such a different type of game that I'm not used to. You know, mm-hmm. so it's there's a lot of unknowns right now. Yeah, we'll um, see how it plays out. I'm enjoying it though. I, I can't yeah. really nitpick it. I mean, there's like I said, there's some glitchy stuff going on, but mm-hmm. it's to be expected. It's an open world game. See, yeah. I haven't experienced any glitches, but and mm-hmm. I think I played for five hours total. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I've been, been lucky really... then. There's been a lot of reports online, and then I had stuff happen to me where it, the game crashed and kicked me out Ooh. a couple of times. Um, I Joel heard... got stuck in something where he could <laughs> in the environment, he couldn't get out. I read I read an article that said like these people launched off three nukes at the same time, which I don't fucking know how they found all what those codes. Fuck? But it crashed the entire game server when they did that. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, because like launching nukes is a big thing. Like 
you find new codes, but you only find pieces of them. Right. So mm-hmm. it takes a long time to find a full code, and sometimes you have to work with other players to see if they have a partial and you have a partial. Um, right. so, so somehow this player found like three full new codes and launched them all off at once. And I don't know who you nuke oh with my these God. new Picture codes. didn't happen. Like, we got to see the video. Like, like uh, how are you going like, yeah. to nuke? I don't know how who, that works. Who do, what, who do you nuke? Like, what do you, you nuke other players' bases? Probably. Or maybe. One thing I don't understand is it like... like overkill to me to nuke somebody's base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe there's missions where you need to nuke some, like maybe. a nest of monsters or something. I'm not far enough to know anything about <sighs> That's that where the monsters are. Inter- but I'm interested though. One thing I don't understand is if I set my camp down and I start building a settlement, like, mm-hmm. you know, with walls and like an actual home, right? Mm-hmm. And someone else on some other server has done that. And then I go away and I come back the next day and we are both playing on the same server. What mm-hmm. happens to my camp? Like if, if they're both in the same place, mm. like, you know, like I, I don't know. I don't uh, know how that works. We might need to look into this, some of this stuff and talk about it next week. Or maybe something. maybe it, like the game knows and tries to put people in different places who have camps in different places. Like when you're getting into a game. Yeah. Or maybe the base you created just disappears after you get offline. If that's the case. That no, it sucks doesn't. Too. It doesn't. Okay, no, good. See, that's one thing I found is like I walked a really long way to get to a, yeah. a waypoint, uh-huh. and but my camp was where I started. So that was when you guys got here. So if you go to your pit boy, you can move your camp to the location you're at now, and that's okay. where you'll respawn next time you so come what in if, the game. It's like you said though, but what if somebody makes a camp and some just by chance it's in the exact same spot yours is? That's when what you I come was in, thinking. Like, and they're on top of each other or like right next to each other. Is that going to be okay, or is that, does that break that's the game? That's what I was or? wondering. Is hmm. like, or maybe your camp just moves slightly. You know, I mean, because your camp is transportable, you can move it from place to place. And but, like, how does that work when you build buildings and stuff? Like, I don't know how, like, is the building transportable too? Let's 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 look into that, yeah. And then let's look into that over the next over this week and play some. And we should have answers in a few weeks because a lot of these questions we'll get answers to just while we're playing. I think, yeah, eventually you'll get those right answers. Can we get some answers from you, sir? What have you been playing? Assassin's Creed. God damn Odyssey. That is a good game, though. I need to get back to it. Oh, dude, I played... There's this one weekend. I had a four-day weekend. I played an all-nighter. I stayed up till six in the morning playing Assassin's Creed. What level are you And then I realized when I finished playing it, I was like, I have done nothing on this game. I only did two main missions and nothing else. And I'm like, what am I doing with this game? And just opening up the map. Side missions. I'm still not even halfway... To open up the map, like See, half yeah. the full and map. And that's why oh, I don't like. That's exactly. why I don't like playing more than one open world game at one time because it, I dive into one. Like I'm playing Red Dead, but then I was before that I was playing Odyssey, and I stopped playing Odyssey because I'm playing Red Dead, and it's like it's too much to play. Like and then Fallout seventy six. That's three open world games mm-hmm. at the same time. It's too much. Like even in Red Dead, you got to give it a little bit of a burn when you get into the game. Like you got to set aside a couple of hours just to get something done yeah. because you're gonna be sidetracked. You're gonna find some bullshit over here, and you're gonna play five finger fillet, and you're gonna yeah. fucking go hunt that elk or whatever. You you're wonder why do. I play fucking Fortnite is because it's a break from all this like yeah. heavy shit. It's you a know? very it's, focused thing. It's I've just been using, mindless like yeah. garbage. I've been Aww. using Call of Duty as my buffer for yeah. for all that stuff. So if I'm playing too much Red Dead or playing too much Odyssey, I'll just pl- Put in a couple of rounds of Call of Duty to like j- to break it off for that like that tonight. I'm playing just Call of Duty for a little while. Just yeah, a couple I'm rounds. I'm going to bed. Yeah, like, just, everyone needs a buffer. It's nice just having a, like a set objective and I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> been, on, I've been on for uh, Forza Horizon oh. Uh, oh, Four, nice. 
and yeah. Odyssey and Odyssey is just, just back and forth. Yeah, from those two. I have yeah. like over two hundred cars right now on Forza Horizon. Oh shit! Damn, dude, they're all customized. How is our, how is our club doing? <laughs> you guys suck. I hate you. I'm gonna quit that club. I've, I've been playing. Okay, what do you He's start reaping the benefits? I'm at like one. I'm at like level one or something. We should oh, just open it up to everybody. The only person that's kind of pissing me off in this game in our team is uh, TJ. One week not. For some reason, his driver tour. Tell him now. He's gonna listen. To TJ, it. you suck. I hate you. I can never beat you in racing because you're always first place. Oh. And I'm I'm driving in pro too, so it I makes it a this. lot harder. Uh, yeah, you do play pro, and then you wonder why I don't want to join up with you. You're like, let's go to some races. Like, I don't want to play on pro. I, you're last get place. My, I'll be like in last or like like. I don't know at the bottom half of the fucking map. Like I need to do regular, and I'll like I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just me and TJ are always like me and TJ's driver are always fighting for first place, and I'm like, why? Why are you that good? What have you been doing? Mm-hmm. All he's been doing is driving. No, he's been playing. He's been uh, he hasn't been cheating. I'm yeah. sorry, TJ. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Cheater. I'm sorry, TJ. <laughs> In Assassin's Creed, what level are you? I'm at level 36 right now. I beat uh, like over a nice. hundred mercenaries yeah. just. Killing them. Um, That's what's up. Well, when you get the bounties, I'm at 47 just today. Damn. Yeah. yeah I, I'm putting in I, work too. Well, I've been wanting to get to 50 so I can just kill off the top mercenary guy so I can get the fire steed. Nice. Well, but I realized that with this game is there every map, every every location on the map has a certain level. Yeah. Once you mm. reach that level, it actually it starts increasing you, you yeah. increasing with you. So I'm, I'm like, like, I find it entertaining. It I'm scales like, scales with you. Yeah. I know, but I kind of hate that because I want to go back to where the 38 was, and I'm like, no, everybody's no. 40 fingers. Everyone's and, like, and that's the yeah. argument a lot of a lot of people that are playing this game have is that they, since it does the level scaling, some people don't like that because some RPG games, you it's nice to like. Feel the power of all the, the the shit you've been doing. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like I can go back to this area and just fuck everybody up because I'm level fifty and this area is only level twenty five. I can kill him no. with one strike. No. Feel like I've been doing work. Yeah. And then when it, with level scaling, yeah. you don't ever get that feeling like you mm-hmm. you know like yeah. you're the most powerful. Right. Man. Actually, I have to power up your uh, weapons, which that makes it really cool with the bow and arrow. You just mm-hmm. hold it and it gets stronger. Just headshot. You just see the enemy just fly across the map. <laughs> and but uh, this game is is fun. It's not lore. It's not into the Assassin's Creed story, which yeah. but still is in a way. Exactly. But it's still it's a fun, not Assassin's Assassin's game. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's more of a. I feel like it's more of a like an underlying, like an undercover superhero game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In some, yeah. some way, you're technically a demigod. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, like exactly. you're leaping off rocks and you can just no no damage from long drops and stuff. Yeah, I'm glad they stuff. took that off. They took yeah. that away, and I am so happy because of course anybody would know if you're gonna jump off high off a house or whatever, you're gonna tuck and turn. Yeah, but your tuck. horse does die. Yeah, it does. <laughs> your horse dies. My horse has never died yet. But he responds later on. But oh, okay. if you jump off a, le- a ledge with your horse, your horse will die, and he'll you'll see him dead. But then, like five minutes later, you'll get to respond. Like a really least. high ledge. Yes. Okay, because hmm. I haven't jumped off like a really like a no. mountain cliff. Why are you but killing I... your horse? Man? I drowned my horse in the ocean. Why are you doing? <laughs> you're a uh... shitty horse owner. <laughs> I just want to get to the place as fast as I can sometimes. You're, Same, but the best part I have owner. done so far in Assassin's Creed is I got it. I found the Minotaur in the labyrinth and I beat the lab Minotaur. Nice. I haven't found that yet. Yeah. I, I, ha- I, know where the, I know where it's at, but I still haven't upgraded my spear yet to fight him. Now, yeah. spoiler, and if you guys don't want to hear about this, just don't listen to this real quick, but have you guys found Medusa yet? No. She's not out yet. 
Okay. No. Okay. Good. They're, right now, they just have just put out um, stereo. Cyclops. The, yeah, it's like stereo. I saw stereo, that. He's in a cave. Python, I can't say his name. Yeah, but they just released that. You can go get the Cyclops now. I'm yeah. like, oh, crazy. Well, he's, he's like, like in a cave or whatever. But they, yeah. gave, they gave him no context as to like where he's, what, like what the backstory is on that. He's just in there. It's the same yeah. as um, uh, Origins. It's just you fight the gods. You fight. Yeah, them. you just fight the, the myths. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. But it was quite hilarious when you go to the li- the island that this supposedly the Minotaur and Theseus was from, and mm-hmm. like there's one kid that is selling Minotaur tunics, Minotaur tunics, <laughs> one size fits all, oh, and he God. tries to take you on a tour. <laughs> he takes you on the tour of the little area he is, and then he takes you to a cave, and they're like they're gonna lay the smackdown unless you pay us fifteen thousand. You go drachma. Uh, and no. I'm just like bullshit. Give yeah. me all. You know, just, yeah, we're gonna have to kill you. <laughs> not paying you. But I just love the fact that like later on the kid is still selling miniature tunics. Later on, you go, you're trying to sell to me again. Hey, it happens. Oh right. God, I'm gonna. I need to get back to that game. I just can't see myself doing that and Red no. Dead. You're and not gonna Fallout. Like I, mm-hmm. it's too much. You're gonna. Yeah. You're, you're gonna stop playing Way that game much. like you did with uh, Origins. I'm gonna come back to it. Uh, I, I'm loving yeah. Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Odyssey's yeah. good. I'm yeah. having a good time. That's yeah. why I can't wait for like the little lull in like the release stuff, like like in December. Catch Christmas time. around yeah. Christmas. It'll just... be a lull for like a month or two. I think yeah. the only thing coming like in January or like in the next couple of months that I really have to have is Resident Evil uh, remake. And oh, really? Ace Combat in January. Ace Combat's gonna be good stuff too. Yeah. But. Yeah, too, too many good games, dude. And and, and, we, and we still got a couple left to come out. We still have Smash what? Brothers comes out next month. Oh, that's true. In December. Yeah. So we have that. And then it was something else, too, that I was really waiting for. Uh, I, don't know. I can't me? remember what it was. But think about Smash Brothers, dude. Like that list. Oh, yeah, Smash Bros. with all those characters? They, dude. Yeah, Except for, let's say, Wario? Not Wario. I can't Wario say and Luigi. Um, no, Waluigi. Lu- yeah, War Luigi. Or whatever his name I is. Know. I can't say it. Yeah, I think this. Yeah. Smash Brothers last is the last big game this year that I'm like super excited for. Other than like the new Super Mario Brothers, we uh, the Wii U Deluxe one is coming, is coming over. I want that just for a family game to play with the, mm-hmm. you know with the kids mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. wife and stuff. But uh, other than that, uh, it's just trying to juggle all these fucking games, man. <laughs> yep, it's too much. You're gonna know. buy it all. You're gonna buy them all. Nope. I'm gonna rent some of it. And I'll buy some of it and uh, send other shit back that I rented and whatever you know. Can I uh, talk about this Fortnite thing? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the fact that you have to ask is the part that makes <laughs> yes, me laugh you more can than talk anything. About it. Well, well, of course, you can no talk one about else it. here likes Fortnite. So. We do. I like Fortnite. I, I just don't. give you shit because that's all you talk about. You, okay. <laughs> yeah. I like Fortnite. I just don't play it anymore. I don't. I don't. Like, I can't. I don't like it. it I just, know. I know. I'm you with don't. him. So I'm, I'm that way about Call of Duty. There's. It's not. It's not that it's. It, it's, it looks like a fun game. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching my brother play it because he he gets geeked out and excited yeah. when stuff is happening. But it's I'm just a fun like, game. I'm just like I can't understand the whole concept of building a damn wall and still shooting at it. And then just... you got to stop thinking about it like that and just play it if you're gonna play. Yeah, it. I'm not gonna play it. So okay. uh, a big. <laughs> it's been kind of a controversial thing, I guess. Um, they released this functionality and it was just a test for two weeks, but they allowed you to 
uh, in the game, normally you parachute down and you have a glider, right? right. Mm-hmm. And but you're not able to redeploy that glider. So if you build a fort that goes way up high in the sky, you can't redeploy your glider and glide back down. So you take fall damage or die if you fall off anything higher than three stories. Mm. Well, the, over the last two weeks, they allowed you to redeploy your glider, oh. and they okay. did it as a test. Mm-hmm. And then they took away that functionality again. <laughs> yes. And I hate it because I loved being able to build way up high like especially Mm -hmm. there's a storm that closes in on the map and it allowed you to get across the map way Mm -hmm. faster you could just build a stairway to heaven and glide off and that was a main thing too in like the 50v50 and some of those modes they would put it in there and take it away and then they put it back in there and the last time I played which is probably like a month ago uh, they had it only on fifty v fifty stuff. Yeah. So did they put it on like the? They put it in all the game all modes. of them. That's yeah. pretty cool though. Yeah, and then they took it away. So like, hmm. so, some popular streamer posted a Twitter poll saying, "Do you, do you like the redeployer? Not like it?" Mm-hmm. He got like one hundred and fifty thousand responses. Literally fifty percent of the people said I like it. Fifty percent of the people said I don't Damn. like the redeploy. Well, and the the problem is the really good gamers that are really good at building and like mm-hmm. they're really good at the game hate it because it gives the worst players a leg up on you know getting get it, get away and yeah trying to get away from people and stuff so a circle i think it raises the bar and sort of levels the playing field for console people that can't build as fast as pc people but mm-hmm. that's just me personally but i non- don't know as a non-player i didn't even realize that was an issue i mean i thought Something like that, and like in Breath of the Wild, you can deploy your glider anytime exactly. you freaking want. Like, it makes no sense why you wouldn't be able. Like you have your glider, why shouldn't you be able to redeploy it anytime you or? It can it? definitely. It can definitely be a. Um, it's like a, a tactic that you can use. In, yeah. in a, in a yeah. pinch. I mean, I've been outside the circle before and just built a, a ramp as high as I can fucking go and leap. You know, leap off of it and float in somewhere. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, but then people also like. Like when you're walking up and you see two people building and fighting way up high in the sky, and just this big it. fort is only held up by one ramp, just shoot, just shoot that ramp. You, you shoot that ramp and kill both of them. Night but night. One, but when they can redeploy their glider, that's not a tactic you can use exactly. anymore. It's, so it, it changes things. It definitely messes with people's gameplay styles. Well, they need to pick one and just stick with one or the other. Like quit turning off that's and on. Thing, that's no. just that's gonna fuck with Fortnite's people. always changing. It and is like but... that's that that's a good thing and a bad thing because yeah. things that you love are gonna go away. And right. new things are going to be added that you never knew you would. See, love. that's that's mm-hmm. one thing about Fortnite that I that I will say that is really awesome is that, like, for especially for somebody like me who doesn't play consistently for like months and months and months. Like when it came out, I didn't I played it for like a month and then I just didn't care for like four months. And I got back in there and I, and I was like, oh, it really got its hooks in me. And I played it for like two months straight. Yeah. And then like I went into a little drought where I didn't play it. Like right now I'm in a drought. I'm not. I haven't touched it in a month or so. Yeah. But it's nice when I come back that there's stuff for me to new stuff for me to discover. Yeah, and different modes and stuff like that, so I can really dig into it if I really want to. Otherwise, but if you're somebody like you who plays consistently, there's stuff for you as well, and you're gonna yeah. like reap the benefits of being in there on a daily basis. So right now, there's awesome, this, right now there's this limited time mode. It's called like food fight, but it's like mm-hmm. there's a Durr burger and a tomato head statue on either side of the map, and it's like nice. fifty v fifty where you you're given a certain amount of time at the beginning to build a fort around it, and then mm-hmm. you have to protect your 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 statue. statue. That's so pretty it's cool. kind of like capture the flag a little bit. But what is Durburger? It's just a Fortnite thing. They okay. have a restaurant chain in there yeah. called Durburger. Yeah, oh. doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about the real life Durburger? Oh, There's no, a I didn't. real life Durburger. Yeah, is it like a that burger face? Yeah, they put it in the middle of the desert in Arizona 
That's with cool. like signs around it that said like don't stand near this or you'll contract alien DNA or some shit. And like it just and and someone randomly discovered it once it was a publicity stunt they did. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, sorry, I'm done. You're that's good. Fine. Yeah. Anybody's got anything else before we wrap up? Nope. No. Um, I'd say since I bought that PS4 play if i can never say it ps4 plus membership i played burly men at sea burly men at sea that's yes. the name of the game yes really? yeah. and okay. it's a cute little um game that apparently was for more more or less like maybe a phone or something where you could swipe or tap uh-huh. originally but everything you can just do with your sticks but it's basically a very flat design very cute very mm-hmm. you know very minimal mm-hmm. but it's basically you can take on you get you control where these three sea brothers are and they have these big old beards mm-hmm. so they are burly men and you know you can't put them through uh just a short little trip whichever way they go where they can get eaten they get swallowed up by a whale and you can either get have him spit him out mm-hmm. early or rot ro- or stay with him until he pops you out and then things like you can either defeat you know fight a kraken you can t- find a rock troll and just various ways of Basically, the game is just like, how can your story end in all the different ways? Because hmm. you, every single time you get through one way your story, you end back up at this little cafe, <laughs> cafe where this guy makes you an espresso. Nice. <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, your story could do more." Because and he shows you like this bookcase uh-huh. where all the stories, and you could have like thirteen. There can be I think up to like thirteen versions of how the story could end or have gone on so it's right. just it's really cute huh. but it's a matter of they need to at least show you things that are going to happen because i had no idea i was trying to defeat the the grim reaper in a race uh-huh. i had no idea that you had to tap on him to stop him from rowing so you could defeat him or else we were just going and going and going and going i was like it's been five minutes oh wow. this is it won't tell you at all you have to you do have to something out on your own exactly well i had to look online for uh-huh. it to tell me to well it told me to swipe him like i can't swipe him um <laughs> <laughs> so I, oh well that makes a bit more sense i mean it's a cute little game but it was like it was meant for mm. something that was more finger hand and like like a mobile game yeah like okay. a mobile game gotcha. but but uh, i would say if you just need a time waster I mean, you can get through one or two little quests, you know, in five minutes or so. What, what system is this on? Or is it just mobile? It's, it's on PlayStation. Like, I don't what? know what other mobile it would have been okay, on. Okay, okay. Huh. But that's what I feel is like that's how the instructions were when I looked online for a walkthrough. It was just like, do this, sure. this, wipe this, make this wider. So. Mm, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, I just want to give one quick shout out to a game called Return of the Obra Dinn on Steam. Um, if you haven't played this game, I think you should check it out. It has a really unique art style to it. Um, the best way I can describe it is, um, oh God, uh, you guys ever do, um, why, why am I blanking on this? With the numbers, <laughs> and you're trying to fill in the numbers. Minesweeper? No. <laughs> why? That was it's a like hard a no. It's like a crossword puzzle with numbers. numbers. What am I thinking of? Sudoku? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Sudoku meets like a crime, like a Sherlock, like a Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. Because there's, there's a ship, and there's, you're like a, a claim, an, um, an insurance adjuster, basically. And mm-hmm. the ship pulls in, and all these like it's like twenty something people on the ship that are dead, but they've all died gruesome deaths in different ways. And you got to try to figure out who each person is in this like ledger. And you have to like it's kind of like in a way of like how you do Sudoku, where you're trying to like you're using deductive reasoning to like okay, this two can't be here because there's a two over here and there's a two down here. This has to be somewhat something else. 
in that same fashion, you're trying to figure out how these people died based on pieces of information you know about each person. Mm. So, Clue. Sort of, yeah. Mm. But it's pretty cool, and it's only 20 bucks, and it's on Steam. It's gotten like super high scores. It's 10 out of 10 on Steam, 5 really? out of 5 on like uh, some other websites and stuff. And the art style, like I said, is kind of unique and different. Um, if you're looking for something like a puzzle game to kind of break up the monotony of playing some of the other shit you're playing, just give it a shot. It's only 20 bucks on Steam. Oh, nice. Word. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Cool idea. Yeah. But other than that, I have nothing else. So anybody else? No. Nope. Good? I got yeah. nothing. All right. Well, let's go ahead and put a bow on this bitch. Wow. Uh, in closing, hit us up at glitchtherapy at gmail.com if you want to reach out to the show, ask us some questions, weigh in on Ben and I's <laughs> argument if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it'll be ongoing. Just don't ask either of us about it when we're oh, in the same room. Send God. them an email and then maybe they'll read it, them and then they'll try to. Yeah. I don't think it matters if we're in the same room or not. We, we yeah, have we that can. battle over text messages. Yeah, for that's true. Sake. Um, any kind of game related questions hit us up we're happy to talk about them on the show and address them or you know uh, if you want to give us any kind of feedback we're happy to uh, look into that as well please try to keep it positive if you can uh, otherwise support us in a different way hit over to patreon.com slash glitch therapy and for as little as a dollar a month you can support the show or make a one time donation anything you choose to do is greatly appreciated thank you in advance uh, most importantly subscribe rate and review it means so much for such a small action. Not only is it nice to get feedback, but it helps us to climb the charts so that more listeners can find the show and enjoy it as well. So please do that. Uh, if you have not done that yet, Jose, what do we say? Shame on you. Mm. Damn right. Damn right. Shame on you. Get in there. Do that. And also like on Spotify, download. Yep. Do that as well. Um, quick shout out to Ben's new show. Please check out. Ben and Brad's Pop Culture Kingdom. Splash. There it is. Waterfalls. It's awesome. There it is. Check it, it out. Is. Get in there. Enjoy that. Uh, bad, bad. Brad and Ben are on there kicking some ass with pop culture information. They're talking about movies, uh, video games, TV shows, the whole nine. So check them Celebrities, out. Celebrities, sports, and music. There it is. They cover the whole sports? gambit. Yeah. Sports. 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 Celebrities. Ben Dupay yeah. on sports. We're talking like TMZ shit. Like <laughs> stuff that we're not normally interested in. Ben likes to hold his giant coffee leaning over a wall. Yeah. Talking to his, his people yeah. <laughs> in his kingdom. That's a TMZ reference. Yeah, I, I know. I don't like TMZ. I don't either. Oh, I give him a shout out. God damn oh it. Oh my I, God. I did I it wrong, guys. I've been envisioning that. Now. I did it wrong. Okay. Social media. Where we at? <laughs> I'm everywhere to uh, all gaming platforms and social media at Benzilla Pizza. Mm hmm. I'm Faye Morgan on PlayStation and the Cyan Cat on Instagram. Hey. <laughs> oh, God. Every time. You were doing um, so good for some for a while there. Yeah, I know. I haven't been here for like a month. So. Is it because we all look at you at the same time? Yes. Yeah. You like just direct eye contact. Oh we got to turn our backs when you do your Yes, lights. please. Don't do look at me. Turn off the lights too. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I'm HipsterMade and Xbox, PS4, it's your senpai. Mm. All right. Not my senpai. Shut up. <laughs> Never. <laughs> hit us up at glitch therapy on facebook instagram and twitter um hit me up at nerdy Ramondo on instagram and twitter and if you want to follow me on xbox or playstation or play a game together or something uh the name is dirty dimes uh that's been our show for the week guys uh thanks game heads for tuning in and i uh, hope you guys have a juicy gaming week game on game on game on game on, game on. <laughs>